Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games FM, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now, welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and AJ Skipstad. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Board Games FM, powered by Theology of Games. Uh, we got a couple things to talk about today, uh, but first of all, I want to start talking about uh, a couple of the games I played last night at my game group. Um, we uh, got to the table, a game that we had at the table last week, and I introduced it to the game group. They'd not played it before. I'd played it with my wife and my family before. We absolutely loved the game called Lancaster by Queen Games. It's a worker placement game, and it is absolutely gorgeous. You're trying to influence the king of Britain and become one of his greatest nobles in Britain. And you've got a castle, and you're expanding your castle with pieces that are going to allow you to do more things on your turn. Whoever has the most castle uh, tiles or has expanded their uh, castle to the biggest extent at the end of the game gets a certain amount of victory points. Also, you've got a table within your castle. You're inviting other nobles to your table to gain influence throughout the game. Um, you get a certain multiple every time you add another noble to your table. So at the end of the game, you can have up to 36 points if you have, I think, eight nobles. And uh, then there's another way to score that is having all your knights. Your knights are the ones that are doing your work. They're going out to Britain to help influence the uh, nobles, and they're also going over to France to fight battles for you, which will gain you victory points, too, if you win battles. But uh, as you as you increase your knights, you have three level one knights, two level two knights, one level three, and one level four. Throughout the game, you're trying to increase your knights and to gain them all uh, through the placement of them will allow you to upgrade them and gain more. Uh, if you do this and you have all of your knights at the end of the game more than everybody else, you'll get a certain amount of victory points as well. Second place gets a certain amount as well. It's a gorgeous game to look at. It's super cool. There's a whole parliament feature too where laws are being enacted and you're voting on laws that are going to take place and that are going to give you bonus points for uh, having certain things. It is a fantastic game. I'd love to go into it and do a, a full-scale review of it. Um, it's an older game, so why would I? Well, because I believe it's underrated. Um, I believe it's one of the better worker placement games out there, and it's just so unknown, and it is such a great game, really fun. So we played Lancaster last night, absolutely love it. Um, and then we also played a game called Dice Forge, which I've talked about several times. It's a nice lightweight uh, dice crafting game where you're acquiring pieces to your dice to make them more powerful throughout the game. Uh, as you acquire resources from those dice, you're going to be buying cards that give you victory points. Very, very simple. A lot of fun. We played this game and it played so quickly. We played it with four players and I think we still got it done in 45 minutes. But here's what we want to talk about today on Board Games FM. We recently heard that, and, and you probably have too, that Mayfair Games has been acquired by Asmodee Games. They have merged, and um, Asmodee now owns Mayfair Games. Mayfair Games is a has been a leader in the industry for a long time now, so it's very surprising, or maybe it's not so surprising to some because of how big Asmodee is. To me, it's very surprising, though, that Mayfair Games was bought up by Asmodee. And... Um, 
Uh, we got a game to the table last night that was by Mayfair Games, and it just kind of made me reminisce about some of the great games that Mayfair has that will no longer be under their title. They will now be under the title of Asmodee Games, or at least uh, Asmodee is the main title and the subtitle will be Mayfair. So the game that we got to the table last night was a game called Isle of Sky. It was a, uh, it is a tile placement game, but it is also a, uh, a bidding game, not a bidding game, but you're going to set prices for certain tiles, and people are going to pay you for tiles, you're going to pay other people for tiles, and you're going to acquire these tiles and put them into your kingdom, and uh, according to some terrain uh, restrictions and uh, different things like that. But you're also going to be placing these tiles in accordance with the four different scoring mechanisms that are on the board. And the scoring mechanisms change each game. And you're going to play for over five rounds. And every round, you're, at the end of each round, you're going to score uh, one or three of the scoring mechanisms, depending on what round you're in. In round one, you may score scoring mechanism A. In round four, you might score uh, scoring mechanism A, C, and D. So you don't always score the same things each round, but you at least are still trying to work towards these goals throughout the game. It is a fun game. I really love it, but it is a Mayfair game that has recently been acquired by Asmodee Games. So I want to talk about today, what are some of those games that uh, are released by Mayfair that you really, really love that will no longer be under the Mayfair title anymore? I, <laughs> I laugh with Jeremiah sometimes because I know he feels, and I know he says it in jest, but he feels like uh, Settlers of the Catan is their only claim to fame. Well, that's not true. We know they've got games like Isle of Sky and Steam and some others out there. And I know he knows some, too, that he enjoys. But we just laugh because everybody thinks Mayfair Games, Settlers of Catan, right? Well, there's more to Mayfair Games than just that. So we want to talk about today, what are some games that uh, you enjoy or that we enjoy that are from Mayfair Games but no longer under that title? So let us know what you think. We're going to let you know what we think. And uh, you should be hearing more from us soon. Check you later. Hey there, everybody. This is AJ Skistad again, and we're going to continue our conversation on some Mayfair games that um, are no longer going to be under Mayfair's uh, heading title anymore, but under Asmodee, as they have been um, <clears throat> they have been bought by Asmodee Games. And so, one of the games I wanted to note today is one of my favorite two-player games by Mayfair Games and UA Rosenberg called Patchwork. We've talked about Patchwork before. It was released, I think, in 2014, maybe 15. It's a great little two-player game in which you are basically patching together a quilt on a gridded board. I think it's a 10 by 10 grid. Um, and you have these pieces that are very like Tetris-like in shape, but none of them are the same. They're all different. And you're trying to purchase these pieces to put them on your quilt. And you want to fill in as much of that quilt as you can so that at the end of the game, every spot that you do not have filled is negative points. And um, all the buttons that you have received throughout the game are going to be worth positive points. Hopefully your positive outweighs the negative and you can beat your opponent. It's a really, really quick game. It's, it's got a timer mechanism to it where you're going around the board. Every time you buy a certain piece, it's going to cost you time and, and money. And you're going to move around the board. And once you get to that end spot on the board, the game is over for you. Now the opponent might still have a couple more turns, depending on how far they are behind on the board, uh, the timer board. 
but it is a really, really fun game. I love this game, and um, if, you, if you're interested in a two-player game that plays quickly, has a high-level strategic value to it, and um, it looks okay. It's not the prettiest game, but I, I still really like the way it plays. Check out Patchwork. I like this game a lot. I think you will, too. Reminiscing about Mayfair games, this is Patchwork. Check you later. You can be more than just a listener. If you're listening via the Anchor app, you can be a part of the discussion by using the voice message feature. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Download the app and join the conversation today. Hey guys, Jeremiah here. Wanted to weigh in on the uh, <laughs> the Mayfair discussion. And I just, I, I don't know. I don't have that many fond memories of Mayfair games. Now, I will say Patchwork is a great two-player game. I really enjoy it. Uh, but that designer went on to make uh, Cottage Garden, which I think is better, and also plays more than two players, so it's probably got a better chance of getting to the table than maybe Patchwork does. But great game. I'll give them that. And um, I'm scrolling through uh, some of the listings of uh, Mayfair Games titles. And well, you know, who could forget Settlers of Catan? And of course, let's not forget Seafarers of Catan. And oh, don't forget Candemir, the first Settlers of Catan. Oh, and then there's uh, Starfarers of Catan and Catan Histories. <laughs> you get where I'm going with this. Listen, more power to him. Mayfair struck gold with an evergreen title and Catan just kind of blew up and went crazy for them and good for them. I hold no nothing against them. But there's so few and far between with other titles that I'd rather play and um, or that I would not want to play, including, you know, they're credited with as one of the publishers of Bang. Bang, the card game is not good. Uh, it's a hidden role game. It has elimination. I have played games of Bang when I've not actually taken a turn. I, I was killed before I even had a turn just because people thought that was funny. And you know what? We laughed about it, whatever, but it, it's not a good game. So, uh, oh, and let's not forget Asgard's Chosen, which now, if you know me, I'm a pop, I'm a positive guy. I find good things in a lot of games that some folks don't. And there's just nothing good about Asgard's Chosen. So, Anyway, <laughs> I know I'm totally dumping all over Mayfair games right now, but seriously, uh, I, I think Patchwork is probably, if I was going to go, hey, what's a Mayfair game that I want to play, it would be Patchwork, and uh, it'll be under Asmodee, and I'm sure Asmodee will do a great job with the lineup that they're inheriting from uh, Mayfair and like I said, more power to them. They've done a lot for the industry and for the, the hobby and the community. Uh, everybody that I know that says, oh, board gaming. Yeah, I love Catan. As much as that can annoy me at times, that's a great thing because 
that is a huge gateway. I can say, oh, you've played something like Settlers of Catan. Great. You're going to love XYZ and I can show them more games and, and we have a common starting point with that. So good for Mayfair Games. The, the folks that were running it, uh, it sounds like from the press release we got, they're retiring so they can enjoy uh, the fruits of their labor and the time spent uh, working so hard and contributing to uh, the hobby and to the community. So great. Thank you for that contribution. And, um, you know, I hope they, they enjoy that and get to play lots and lots of games as they uh, enjoy their retirement. So there are my thoughts on, on Mayfair games and the acquisition of them by Asmodee. So, We'll be back with more here on Board Games FM. We've got some exciting stuff to announce very soon, so stay tuned for that. And as always, we're powered by TheologyOfGames.com, so we'll be uh, back with more. Hey everyone, it's Firestone here with Board Games FM, powered by TheologyOfGames.com. It's my turn to weigh in on this Mayfair discussion and I'm looking at this a little bit differently than AJ and a little bit the Jeremiah is looking at it. Um, I'm kind of seeing Mayfair in its purest sense. And that means I'm not including Lookout Games. Because that was acquired much later. And certainly those are some terrific games. Caverna is under there. Patchwork's under there. Agricola's under there. And because that's just... It's just, in my mind, strikes me as its own entity. Even though it was under Mayfair. I'm pulling those out and not considering those. I'm just looking at Mayfair as the kind of pure Mayfair company that published Mayfair-only games. And the truth is, I'm not going to miss it. I appreciate what they did for the industry. As Jeremiah said, like, so many people, you talk to them and they say, oh yeah, I love Catan. That is what brought a lot of people into the hobby. Mayfair bringing Catan over and... um, translating it into English and making English copies available. I mean, that is what kickstarted this hobby. We would not be here in this form, the way the world looks right now, if it weren't for Mayfair and Catan. So I appreciate that from a historical sense. But when I look at Catan's, or excuse me, Mayfair's games, the truth is that most of them are utterly forgettable or nearly good. I went through the list and I've played a ton of these. Back in the day... Ent Decker and Domain and the, there are so many games that Mayfair published that at the time were like cutting edge and again they're bringing them over from Germany and translating them and if you look at them now you go that game is just not that good anymore when compared to others uh, of its like and so uh, I'm I don't like Catan either I do think Catan the card game is a pretty good fun little two player game with a, it has a ton of expansions there's a lot of replayability there I like Catan the card game. And Starship Catan was a good two-player game that was uh, that I really enjoyed as well, although it really quickly needed expansions that we never really saw. So it was a terrific game with a lot of potential that just never was realized. But outside of that, I'm not going to miss Mayfair. I, their historical um, importance cannot be denied, but as far as their actual games... There's not a single one of them that I consistently play anymore. Even Tigris and Euphrates was an early one they brought over. And that is, of course, a classic and a terrific game. But it's now published by 
one of the many arms of Asmodee. And so, um, again, like Mayfair brought it over, started it, and now it's out of their hands. So, truth is, I appreciate what Mayfair did, and now it's time to let them go because they're not really doing anything important anymore. But, Lookout Games, keep going strong because you guys publish amazing games. Well, that's all for me. And what do you think about Mayfair? I know there are a lot of old school people out there who have been playing games even longer than I have. I've been in this hobby for 15 years. So I remember these early games. But there are people that have been in this hobby for 20 years that'll say, oh, and Decker was the greatest and Domain was the greatest. And so I disagree with you. But I want to hear what you have to say about that. So let's talk about this and have a great day, everyone. Jeremiah back here real quick before we get things wrapped up for today just wanted to remind you you can head over to theology of games got a couple cool things happening over there one we just released episode 22 of the theology of games podcast which is over an hour long so you can hear aj scott and myself chatting in real time not in these broken up segments as we discuss things like games that are hot and games that are not for each and every one of us and uh, we do segments like fill in the blank in the lightning round plus we've got some really exciting news to share with you so uh, you can go over and check that out I think you're going to be super excited about the news that we're sharing over there We'll be sharing it here very soon, but until then, the only place you can find this news is by tuning in to episode 22 of the Theology of Games podcast. All right, thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. We'll be back with more Board Games FM tomorrow. Yeah, we do this every day. We'll see you then. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. Board Games FM is powered by TheologyofGames.com. Don't forget to head over to TheologyofGames.com to check out all we have to offer, including written reviews, our YouTube channel, and two other podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening, and go put a game on the table.